Yes, thank you very much. And what a special treat it is tonight to have a very special guest joining us to talk about Football New South Wales League One. Uh, normally, we've been having a lot of discussions about what's been happening in NPL New South Wales, but what have occurred over the weekend is of particular significance for the people within the Northern Corridor itself. We have seen the first two teams formally promoted into the NPL New South Wales competition for next year. One of them is the Western Sydney Wanderers Academy. The other one, we're very happy to say, is Northwest Sydney Spirit. And joining us on the line, the head coach of Northwest Sydney Spirit, David Perkovic. Good evening to you and welcome to the bench. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's what an achievement this is. And you know, let's let's start off with just the, the sheer significance because, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first time that any party involved with this joint venture in any format has won promotion in a competition. I think you're correct. Um, I haven't been around long enough to know the entire history of the, the Gladesville Hornsby Association, but um, but I, I think you're pretty much on the money there, yes. It's an incredible achievement. Um, and, you know, we talk in particular since the NPL system um, system started off. Spirit FC in its previous format had been in the old NPL2, now known as Football New South Wales League One, since the competition's inception back in 2013. And you know, from your experience of the competition, you, you're starting to see a lot of similarities between itself and the AFL Championship in terms of how hard it is to actually get out of the competition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, for a long time, uh, it's been a one-up, one-down sort of uh, promotion and relegation into um, for any league in MPL. Um, that's going to um, change moving forwards, but there's a unique um, situation uh, for this season, um, and they've been trying to do this for a couple of years, to be honest. Um they wanted to, uh, I think it was last year, they wanted to do one and a half up and one and a half down. But um, obviously the last two years we've been impacted with um, COVID and there's been no promotion relegation and we haven't even been able to complete a season. So um, so there's been no promotion relegation for the last two years. So uh, this is the first year that we that um, it's taken place and it's a unique situation because um, the top four of our competition will be getting promoted. Um, because they're doing a bit of a restructure. At the moment, um, the New South Wales NPL and leagues uh, one, two, and three is um, a 12-team um, competition, and uh, they're restructuring it to make more games. So the younger players uh, have uh, more of an opportunity to develop, um, and the only way you're going to do that is play, playing more games. So they wanted a three tiers of 16 teams to get 30, um, 30 games in a season, um, which is probably a little bit better because the research around that is, you know, around that 30 to 40 games is what you kind of need as a minimum. Um, so, yeah, it's a unique situation that the four of uh, four of our teams go up. And, um, yeah, we're fortunate enough to, to be one of those teams. Now, Spirit FC, in its previous format, now known as Northwest Sydney Spirit, had been going around in NPL2 and Football New South Wales League One as a 
as a bit of a mid-tier competition. You had one year back in 2016 where Spirit FC did win the league, but they lost that promotion playoff to Hakoa Sydney City East in a heartbreaking match. Um, this year, it's turned around. It's turned around in a big way for the club itself. First off, let's talk about what's been going on on the field for the team. And one stat that's come out in particular is your incredible defense. You're one of only two teams to have conceded in this competition at less than a goal a game. Yeah, um, I suppose uh, uh, this season has been a little bit long time coming, but uh, I started with a with a club back in 2017, and um, the first year and a half was quite difficult because we had the uh, the the upgrade of Christie Park happening. So we've we were playing out of Valentine Park at Football New South Wales. You know, training was obviously difficult. It was different times at different venues throughout this the year and a half that we were away from our home ground. So that made it really difficult to um, build some foundations. But um, since we've come back to Christie Park, which was mid 2018. We were able to establish, uh, you know, because when you're thinking about it, recruitment is difficult if you don't have a home ground and your training sessions are all over the place. So um, it was really tough going for those first two seasons. And then um, obviously from 2019, we got into that semifinals. um, And then obviously 2020 and 2021, um, we impacted by COVID. So it's been a little bit long time coming. This was um, kind of a five-year plan for the club to try and get promotion. And um, it's taken an an extra year. But but, uh, obviously with the two years that there was no promotion relegation, you could argue that it took four years. But um, but yeah, it's in in terms of the football side of things on the park, um, it, it's been a kind of an evolution of how the how the team has played because back when Christie Park used to be grass, it was a, towards the end it was quite a bumpy ground and it was more of Route One football and um, uh, that's not the type of coach that um, I am. Um, so we kind of had to develop the develop the team over a number of years to. Uh, play a different type of football. We'd like, to, we'd like to dominate the game with the ball. Um, if we have the ball, the opposition can't score. That's my kind of mentality. You you can control the outcomes of the game if you have the ball. So, so yeah, it's been um, a kind of a slow transition. But um, but yeah, I think a large portion of our defence has come from with uh, maintaining a lot of possession uh, and uh, not allowing opposition to have enough of the ball to find their groove um, so to speak so but you know credit to our defensive structure our transition to defense is fantastic our pressing uh, when we lose the ball is is of high intensity so as soon as we lose the ball we try to win it back within six seconds um, and often or not that kind of happens and then when when that six seconds has passed we're, we're quite um, well structured and make it very difficult for our for our opponents so um, in that respect, it's you know credit to the boys that um, put in the hard work to get to that stage. We should mention as well, your attack has been no slouch indeed. Uh, you're scoring at better than a uh, better than a goal a game. I'd say it almost be- you're better than ha- a goal and a half a game actually in that regards. But what's really pleasing in terms of the team itself is how well balanced it is, especially uh, three names that have come up for mine this year, Richard Darko, Goffrey Lino, and Michael 
kind of starve off. Um, both, all three of them sharing the goals between them, which means that other teams are having real difficulty trying to nail down who the person is that they've got to put most pressure on. Yeah, um, we would have liked to score a few more goals than what we have. Um, the history of my teams is to we usually score quite a bit of goals, but um, we kind of allow a little bit as well. But, um, yeah, we kind of redid things a little bit tactically um, this year to kind of uh, have our transition to defence a little bit more uh, less movement. So our positional play from our attacking positional play to our defensive uh, positional plays, uh, uh, a lot less complicated um, this year. So it, it's made us to be, like you said, well balanced and um, yeah, obviously having uh, a number of threats in front of goal uh, makes it difficult for the opposition. So um, it's, you know, whilst those guys are putting the ball in the back of the net, it's credit to the rest of the team in providing um, them the opportunities to do that. What is what are the goals going to be for yourself this year? You're still in a um, in a almighty tussle for the football New South Wales League One Premiership. Um, currently you level on points with the Western Sydney Wanderers Academy, although they do have a game in hand. Um, you know, you've still got the sniff of a uh, of a premiership in the uh, weighing in the wings, and you've got a relatively easy um, finish to the season. Yeah, um, look, the premiership is a little bit out of our hands. We'll have to rely on results to to kind of grab that. Um, but we've still got a lot to play for. We've qualified for the round of 32 in the Australia Club, which will be in a week and a half. We go up to Brisbane, to uh, Brisbane metropolitan area of Redcliffe um, to play Peninsula Power, um, which will be another historic event for our club who's never achieved the round of 32 before. So uh, the boys are really looking forward to that Um that um, challenge and then the follow that weekend we are actually also in the Waratah Cup final against Sydney United so it's the first time a league one team has um, or an MPL2 equivalent team has been in a final since in the Waratah Cup final I think since 2011 from um, some uh, someone has uh, told me so informed me so it's it's a long time for our league to be represented in the final and um, we're obviously keen to win some silverware. So it'll be nice to be able to um, do that in the Waratah Cup final. And also, obviously, we have the final series, which is going to be, that, funnily enough, the last final series of the competition. Because um, as we move to the 30-game season, there'll be no more final series moving forward. So it'll be nice to win a grand final because it'll be the last one that will be held. Now, take us the big talking point with Northwest Sydney spirit has been the rejuvenation around Christy Park. We've seen it on the field, but it's been the incredible work that's been done off the field in terms of redefining, building up, and getting a real sense of what this club is all about. But for those who don't know and who are listening, in, the Northwest Sydney spirit has really become almost a tri-cornered um, merger between the old Gladesville Hornsby Association, the old Gladesville Hornsby Spirit, and the Northwest Sydney Koalas. Originally, when when the initial merger happened, you had two representative clubs of the Northwest Sydney Spirit and the Northwest Sydney Koalas. They've become one team now, one banner across the whole lot. And I guess this is the first time that we've seen like almost a complete vertical merger between representative and football association functionality. How have you found it as 
head coach in terms of this restructure, not only in terms of that functionality of the club, but also the culture redefining at Christie Park? Yeah, it's it's been uh, fast, fantastic to be a part of. Um, yeah, you know, it's been a, a you know, it's been in the, a lot of work has gone in the background for for all this to happen. Um, so the men's was always uh, kind of associated with um, with Gladesville Hornsby Association. The women's were um, aligned with the women's association. So um, when the two associations joined, it was only um, a matter of time and paperwork before um, the two clubs had joined. But since we've merged, it's um, a, a real collaboration between um, between the women's and the and the men's. Um, we kind of help each other out as much as we can. Um, even re- as recently as you know, a couple of weeks ago, um, Natalie Tobin, who's um, there's also the our captain of our women's team and also the captain of Senior FC, has um, started doing some training sessions with us because um, she has obviously high ambitions for this coming A League, and hopefully she can be um, you know a, a bolter into the. Um, uh, the women's uh, 2023 World Cup. Um, that's that's her goal, and we will try to do everything possible to make that happen. And obviously, part of um, you know our club is to try and facilitate that, and we believe that she can do it. So um, she's been joined in a, a few of our sessions as well to try and um, you know uh, pick up her speed in in terms of tempo, because obviously the the men's games are a little bit quicker um, than than the females game. So um, that's helping her and that's fantastic. And that's just a little um, kind of sign of how well we work together um, between um, the association and the women's and the men's part of the football. But yeah, look, behind the scenes, culturally, um, we've changed a lot. Um, There was nothing really wrong with the culture. It's just... um, it's just become even stronger, uh, and uh, you know it's it, now now we're starting to see the the fruition on on the pitch as well. So it's it's fantastic to be a part of it. You're absolutely right of it in terms of nothing particularly being wrong. I guess what what we've seen from it is um, I guess a more focused from the outside looking in at least is a more focused alignment of resources and strategy but also a more aligned branding of football which as we all know is crucial in terms of you know presenting a an entire system to not only to development but participation as well yeah and and we have a home um for for our club in Christie Park who's you know as i mentioned with the redevelopment of the two fields um came you know, uh, we moved into in mid 2018 into Christie Park, and we've got two fantastic fields there, uh, synthetic fields that's of high quality. And currently being um, built is a new administration building and and dressing rooms to support those um, to support those fields. Um, so it's going to be a fantastic facility, and there's even more plans uh, further down the track with with the facility. So it, it's really a great place to be um, as a coach and as a player and as a administrator. It's um, a great place to be because uh, you definitely have the opportunity to to grow as a um, as a profession uh, and also as a human being. There's one request we do have here at Triple H Sport. Will we see a full media box happening at Christie Park Number One? Can you tell us right here, right now, that this is happening? <laughs> yes, there is going to be a, a media room, um, and that will be up and running by the time the um, the, the NPL season starts next year. 
Right, well, you know you know what this means. There may have to be a visit from Triple H Sports to Christie Park to call a few matches uh, for the men's and the women's um, throughout the course the course of the next couple of years. Well, look, um, congratulations on the year that you've had so far. It's not over yet, obviously. There is still trophies to be won for Northwest Sydney, but it is so pleasing to see that a high quality of football um, has that has already been in place down with Northwest Sydney has now gone to new heights. And we can only imagine what it's going to be like. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Northwest Sydney Spirit FC are off to NPL New South Wales. David Perkovic, on behalf of Triple H Sports, congratulations once again. And we look forward to seeing the performance for the rest of the year and maybe getting down to Christie Park and calling some games. That would be awesome. Thank you very much. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, our interview with David Perkovic, the head coach of the Northwest Sydney Spirit FC squad, who have just earned promotion to NPL New South Wales for season 2023. What an achievement it has been for the team from Christie Park as they've earned promotion for the first time since NPL started as a system within New South Wales. We'll make sure we follow their progress, not only for the Australia Cup, but also the Waratah Cup final that they've got coming up over the next couple of weeks, and indeed the finals for Football New South Wales 1. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are just about to come to the end of the bench for another week. But before we go, we've got a very special package for you to take you out, which is the a very quick highlight of the Frank Hyde Shield between the Newtown Jets and the North Sydney Bears, which will be released as a full podcast tomorrow night on Splinters. But for now, here are the high, the initial highlights for the Frank Hyde Shield. On behalf of everyone at Triple H Sports, I'm Anthony Caruso. Run hard or run home. Enjoy the highlights. Good night. Right-hand side of the ground. Back they come. Smith, the Fred Flintstone. Pinballs around. It's come off a Newtown player. Six more is the call. He got it right there, referee. Six more for the North Sydney Bears. Five metres out. Camped on the attack. Regan Hughes on the first. Takes it forward. Only makes a metre or two there. He'll play it about four metres out. Out of dummy half goes Ben Marshke. Found a runner there, Marshke on his right-hand side. They've moved to the right side of the field. Marshke, out of dummy half, has a little look, goes himself. Finds Sand and Smith through the line. Triton.com, North Sydney. The Bears are in through their number six, Sand and Smith. They've been knocking, they've beaten that all down and said, we're coming through. North's lead at 4-0. We've had 11 minutes gone first half. So Kieran, 15 out. About 23 in on the western side of Henson Park. Left footer, as I mentioned, 52 goals this year to his credit. Kicking at 76.5%, Adam Kieran. To give the Jet, the Bears the perfect start. That's uh, a lovely strike from Adam Kieran. Make it 6-0 Norths on the Triple H Rugby League scoreboard. We've had 13 minutes. Barrel out of dummy half, left-hand side. Lockie Miller, long ball out wide. Reese Davies takes on the line. Hit and spin nearly on the whirling. Dervish brought to ground, half a metre out from the line. Back to the right-hand side they come now. Newtown trying to find their way through the line. He's very close. Only a metre or two out in that southeastern corner. They're going to run an unders line. Pele towards the line. There's five of them there. And somehow they hold him up and force him back to the 10. There was a big pack of bears. 
Is it herd of bears? I think it's a herd of bears. I'm not sure. But Let's there go was... with the herd. Okay. <laughs> there was a lot of them there anyway in the red and black, and they forced him back. Now the bears on the attack. They're certainly going on a bear hunt this afternoon, North Sydney. Newtown trying to find them. They know they have to go through them the only way you can. The Bears on the attack, 28 metres out from the line. Make that 25, just to the right of centre field. Attacking to our left for the next nine minutes or so. Kieran shows it. Takes on the line, brought down eventually. There's three of them there to stop him, nine metres out. Right-hand side of the ground, five in from touch. Up, up last tackle, back it comes. Smith on the right. Cross-field kick, very flat kick. It was uh, taken at the second bobble and bobble by Matty Cavallo, who's driven into touch. Referee's going to play the knock-on, but the high fives all round for uh, the winger in Tom Carr. Made the tackle there. He's getting the pats on the back. It'll be a north scrum feed. 10 out, 20 in. Western side of the ground. They lead by six. Jets on the, on the defensive. 10 metres out from their own line at the northern end of the ground. Scoreboard end of Henson Park. It reads 6-0 against them. Renoff for Tony. to within three metres of the line. There's two and three there to greet him and force him to ground. I think there was uh, Tassapale making the tackle. Now Kieran out wider for Smith. Turns it back on the unders line. Had a man there. Brought to ground seven metres out. Back to the left-hand side. Now they go out of dummy half. He's driven back in good defence there, but we'll have a penalty to North Sydney for a high tackle, according to the referee. They're going to take the two here, Norths. Interesting option. Mm, okay. Interesting decision. Kieran, from a dozen out, should throw it over to make it 8-0. There's the whistle to say he has. North Sydney 8, Newtown 0. New South Wales Cup Rugby League on Triple H. Virtually right oh, by the right. Nope. Now they go right-hand side. Tricky. There's Lockie Miller. Short ball was a lovely ball. It's a try ball to the Newtown Jets. Beautiful play there from the Jets. They worked a set move. Try time Newtown. Two minutes gone. Second half. It's North's eight. Newtown four. Ten in from touch. Into dummy half is Dykes. Now Davies turns it inside for big Franklin Pele off the back fence. To within five metres of the line. He'll play it now. Beryl out of dummy half, running right side. Davies, Lockie Miller, stuttering. Won't get through that way. Comes back the open side left. Keeps it alive. Beryl, short ball out the back. Finds Franklin Pele once again. Big Franklin Pele! Try time! Big Franklin Pele! Levels it up. Listen to the fans at Henson Park. It's eight all kick to come. 23 metres out. A four in from touch. Maybe about seven in from touch on the western side of Henson Park. Crowd will tell the story. Long enough, high enough. It's there, straight between the posts. Newtown lead North Sydney, 10 points to eight. Now they come to the left-hand side, Newtown on the attack. Good ball there, brought to ground, 12 metres out. That's the last tackle, arm up. That was Dykes making the run now. Davies puts the cross field kick up. Up they go, down it comes, falls the way of Newtown. Can they fall on it? They'll pat it back. Yes, they will. Still the last. Lockie Miller. Lockie Miller, flick ball. Try in the corner. Oh, my goodness gracious me. How did he get that away? And how did he get it down? Newtown leads at 14-8. Kick to come. 20 minutes remaining here at Henson Park. They've got numbers to the right-hand side. North Sydney, they're in. That was far too easy. I think that was the fullback in Ethan King. 
Ethan King crashing over to make it 14-12 to the Jets. Kieran taking his time over this one. Lovely strike, long enough, high enough, straight between the posts. We're level at 14. North and Newtown at Henson Park on Triple H League. Ver uh, Beryl out of dummy half goes for a run, only makes two or three metres. He'll play it now, that far out from the line, takes a step back. Cahoon, the dummy half, fires it out, Davies, inside ball. They read that beautifully, but not well enough. Kate Dykes puts the Jets back in front. But the pass from Reese Davies was exquisite. Eight minutes remaining, Newtown 18, North Sydney 14. Barotti doesn't out. Converts, makes it 20 points to 14 on the Triple H League scoreboard. We've got six and a half minutes remaining here at Henson Park this afternoon. As we see Hazelton playing it on halfway. Only about 30 seconds remaining here at Henson Park. Jets lead it by six. Triple H League scoreboard. This has been a cracking game of rugby league. Here this afternoon, the Jets 38 metres out from the North Sydney line. Working the clock to their advantage. One pass off, nothing silly here inside the 30. Up towards the quarter now, 23, 22 metres out. The held call is given. 15 seconds to go. Hazelton straight up the middle. Tom Hazelton wound up. Brought down four metres out, arm up last tackle, Beryl. Now they put it through the hands, Miller. Oh, it's been knocked down by North Sydney, oh, knocked on by Newtown. They've uh, towed it upfield, North Sydney about 40 metres. They went for the strip, didn't get it. There's the hooter in the background, Newtown claims the Frank Hyde Shield. 20 points to 14 winners over the North Sydney Bears. What a game of rugby league we've seen here at Henson Park this afternoon.